All right, we're starting a Kufama base at the bottom. We know Tamra. So up until this point, we were talking about whether you can transfer from a boat, which is Rishusi Yachid, to the O to the sea, which is a Carmelis. Okay, and we said that you're allowed to pour uh, schmutz water over the side of the boat, even though the kayak is gonna force the the um, the water into the uh, the way the schmutz water into the sea, and you're technically transferring from Rishusi Yachid to a Carmelis. But we said, that we weren't geyser transferring through your kayach without directly transferring. So the Gemara now says, How do I know that kayach de Carmelis is not exerid? The Tanya, we learned it in the Braises. Fina, if you have a boat, you're not to carry from it to the sea or from the sea to it directly. Again, that's a problem of going from a Yachid to a Carmelis. says, If the ship is ten tfachim deep, but it's not ten tefachim high out of the water, meaning it's sitting very low in the water. But the ship, from the top of the ship to the bottom of the ship, is ten tefachim. But on the outside, the 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 um the sides of the ship, right? Someone standing on the side is not ten tefachim above the water because the ship is very low in the water. So then, you could carry from it to the sea. But you can't carry from the sea to it. Now, Frank the Gemara, hold on a second. Why is there a difference from carrying from the sea into the ship, from the Carmelis to the Rishul Siachid? Why are you not allowed to do it to come and talk to him, come Carmelis, Rishul Siachid? Because you're going from a Carmelis to Rishul Siachid, which you're not allowed to do. So Gemara says, So why are you allowed to go from the boat to the ship? I, I'm sorry, from the boat to the ship. Why are you allowed to go from the boat to the sea? You're going from a Rishul Siachid to a Carmelis. Come and talk to him, Rishul Siachid, Carmelis. El Alav. Rather, what is Rebbe talking about? Achuda. He's talking about going with the rim of the ship. What does that mean? Pouring something on the rim. Our case, pouring schmutz water on the rim and letting it run off. You see from there, So you see, Avariah, that there weren't guys there transferring through your kayak. So again, pouring the schmutz water on the side of the boat and letting it run off the boat on its own. On Rebbe Hani beat Sasa de Meshan. You have these small boats of Meshan. We're talking about a canoe. So if you can imagine a canoe for a second, it's wide at the top and it narrows at the bottom. So the Gemara now is going to get into, if you have four Amis on top, okay, you have four Amis here, separate, four Amis, four, I'm sorry, you have four Amis, but, but the problem is going to be that at the bottom of this, within three Tvachim of the bottom, you don't have four Amis apart, okay? So you don't have a Rishosh Yachid. So Gemara is going to want to know, is this canoe a Rishosh Yachid or not? What's going to be the problem? Up here, you have proper walls. But down here, you don't have a proper wall. And if you don't have a proper wall going all the way to the bottom, then you technically have what's called a Mechitza Taluya, a hanging Mechitza. A hanging Mechitza is not a valid Mechitza. So you're not going to be able to carry within the canoe itself, because it's not going to qualify as Rishosh Yachid. So let's see. Amr of Huna. Hani beats The small boats of Meshan, the canoes. You're only allowed to transfer within four Amas. Why? Because it's considered a Carmelis. But we only said that when it doesn't have a width of four Tfachim. So not four Amas. Four Tfachim. Okay, so uh, uh, you don't have a width of four Tfachim, which you need for Rishosh Yachid, right? You need four Tfachim wide by ten Tfachim high. You don't have that because within within three tefachim of the bottom. So as long as you have basically, as long as you have 
four tvachim wide within three tvachim of the bottom of the canoe, it's going to be a rishus yachid. But when did they say you can only carry four amas, meaning you can't transfer, uh, you can't carry, when it doesn't have four tvachim within three tvachim of the bottom, because then, like I said, it's a hanging mechitza, hanging mechitza is not a valid mechitza. If within three tvachim of the bottom of the boat, there is four tvachim of width, then it's going to be a rishus yachid, no problem to carry. So, so what happens, you're going to say like this, so let me, this is a very narrow, very narrow at the bottom, right? So why don't I fill in this area in the boat right here, the inside, I'll fill it with some reeds, and that way the new floor of the boat will be above the narrow part. So the new floor will have the fourth fucking width. So that's what the Mishnah said, that's what the Gemara says, that's okay. Vimalinukani, if I fill the narrow area in the boat with reeds, or bone, and then, or willow branches, less lumbar, then I'm not going to have a problem because I'm raising the floor. I raise the floor now. Now the floor of this rishus, of this boat, is going to have the new floor, the raised floor, is going to have a width of four tzvachim. It's going to be considered a rishus Nachman has a problem with this. He wants to know like this. This canoe, so here's your canoe in the water, and make believe the bottom of my screen is the bottom of the, of this, of the ocean. Okay, so he wants to know why don't we say good aches? Good aches says when you have a mechitza that stops here, you extend it downwards all the way to the bottom. That's what good aches says. Good aches says you extend downward. So why don't we say that this narrow uh, that that that, that the, the forts fachim? You're right. They don't. There's no forts fachim at this point. But the forts fachim over here. Let's just extend them downwards to the bottom of the boat, and so to speak, uh, uh, um, um, uh, not round it off, but just the opposite. Um, carve it out, you know, make a square, square it out, so that you have four tzvachim at the bottom. So, let's say garachis and extend it down. Didn't we learn somebody stuck a pole in the ground and in the Rishos Arabim. On top of it, he has a basket that's four tzvachim wide. And he threw something on top of it, it landed on top, he's going to be chayim. So, this is my pole. And on top of the pole, I put a basket. Now the basket has the dollar, the 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 four, the the, the proper rishos of a, of a rishos yachid. But the pole does not. So what do we say? We say that if you throw something into this basket, you're going to be chayiv. Why? Because we view it as if the walls of this basket are extending all the way down and encompassing the pole as well. So what do you say? So say the same thing about a boat. Say that the four tzvachim on the sides go all the way down to the bottom of the boat with the same. With the same concept, okay? So you say that you extend the walls downward to create a, a mechitza, a fourth tvachim all the way up and down the pole. Here to by the boat. Let's say that we extend the walls of the, the four tvachim wide walls of the boat to the bottom, and you have a valid mechitza. Yes, has a problem with Reb Nachman's case. But didn't you, Reb Nachman, hear what Reb Yehuda said in the name of Rav about that b'raisa, that umati ba mishum some say that he said it in the name of Rebchia, but Tani Allah, and it was taught in a b'raisa concerning that, to remember, that was Rabbi Yosi Rabbi Yehuda, who said you're going to be chayy for throwing it into the basket. Vachamim paitrim, vachamim say you're potter. Vachamim say that you are potter in such a case. You don't say good achis, michisasa, all the way to the bottom. And you say what? That this... This basket that's hanging on top of the pole is considered like it's a hanging of mechitza, and it's not considered its own rishus, and that's why you're going to be potter. 
So what is Renachman's question then? Renachman, what is your question back to the boat? But don't you hold as well? Don't you agree of good achis? In other words, Rabbi Yosef, you're telling me you don't agree of good achis? But we have a bracelet that says clearly, you have a post. So a post is the same idea as a pole, but it's a little thicker. So it's thicker. So let's say a pole would be one tefach wide. So, so you, you would need to extend the basket uh, 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 one and a half on each side in order to make it four. One and a half and one and a half would give you three plus the one of the, of the pole is going to be four tfachim wide. Let's say a post is three tfachim wide. So you only need to borrow from the basket an additional half a tefach. So let's say this is my post, which is three tfachim wide. It's wider than a pole. I put the basket on top. So now I'm only borrowing a half a tefach on either side. Gemara says, in such a case, Ahmed Bereshus Rabbim, you have a post in the Bereshus Rabbim, Gavoya Sov Rachim Arba. It's four Tvachim wide and ten Tvachim high. The Embi Karar Bar, but the base. So here, the base of this post is not going to have. So, so the post is, at the top has the four Tvachim width, but at the bottom, it narrows down very similar to our canoe case. It narrows down to, like I said, three Tvachim. So you don't have the four, the four full Tvachim at the base, but if you say Gorachis on the sides of the post, going down to the bottom, you're going to get your four Tvachim. So, The narrow part is three Tvachim high. Vizarak is, is, is three Tvachim high. Vizarak al Gabav Chayiv. You throw something on top of the post, you're going to be Chayiv. Now, you, why? Chayiv from going from a Roshos HaRabim to the top of the post, which is a Roshos HaYachid. Now, I, the bottom is not four Tvachim wide. What do you say? You say, Gorachis. Right? So what are you, Rabbi Yosef, telling me you don't hold of Gorachis? You have a Bryce that clearly says Gorachis works. So too by our boat. Let's say, again, back to the boat, the four Tvachim width should extend to the bottom of the boat, even where it's narrow. Sigmar says, Midi area. Now, now remember, Abai is going to have to deal with, we have a steer in the Bryces, because one Bryce seems to say that you don't say Gorachis. So we're going to have to deal with that steer as well. Sigmar is going to answer it all up in one, in one, in, with one terrace. So midi area, you bring your raya from the chachamim, from from the from the sheet of the chachamim. Yeah, here's what it comes down to. When, remember, when we when don't we say good achis? We don't say good achis if a goat is going to come and be able to go through that uh, a, a fake wall, okay, that imaginary wall. If a goat can pass through the wall, then you're not going to say good achis. And that's the same halacha we learned by a sukkah, that we only extend downwards if a goat can't fit through. But if a goat is going to come and fit through, then it's going to nullify that imaginary wall. So over here, when we have... When we have the basket on top of the pole, so the pole itself is only one tefach thick. A goat, our imaginary wall, is borrowing one, te- one half tefach on either side. A goat, a little, a kid goat, a little, a young goat, could, could a kid, could, could fit through very easily our imaginary wall without, w- w- without any issue. Because the pole is only, is very thin to begin with. So there, it's going to nullify the imaginary wall. Because a goat could fit through our four tefach, uh, uh, um, 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 imaginary wall because the pole only takes up one tefach. Hach over here by the post, there it's only a half a tefach on either side. In order for a goat to get through our, a baby goat, to get through our imaginary wall, it's going to have to brush up, literally brush up against the wall 
wall of the of the post. It's not going to do that. It doesn't. An animal's not going to do that. It's not going to brush up against it to break our imaginary wall. And therefore, since a goat wouldn't go through our imaginary wall, it's going to. We're going to say gudachis and extend it downward. So that's what the Gemara answers. So therefore, by the same thing. Back to the water, so this now goes back to Rav Nachman's kasha. Rav Nachman's kasha is, so why don't we say by the boat? Let it wheel extend downward. And by a, by a boat, there's no good, uh, a, a kid, uh, meaning a young goat, a kid is not going to go through water. So therefore extend the, the canoe downwards to square it off to make the uh, requisite dalit, dalit tfakim at the bottom. Who was the son of Rebacha? So apparently he was named after his father, said to Rebashi, Gabisfina Nami, but by a boat also, Haika Bikias Dogim. You're right, you don't have goats going through water, but you have fish. You have you have sharks. So maybe the shark is gonna bust through our imaginary wall, and that's gonna be Mavatalit, just like a young goat would be Mavatalit. So Gemara says, Amalayabashi said, Bikias Dogim Lush may be No, fish going through, breaking through a partition is not considered uh, breaking it up. It's not Mavatalit. How do you know that fish are not are not do not are not considered to break up a, a mechitza? Because Rav Tavli asked Rav the following. He said, Are you allowed to go through carry inside a wall on a churban? So you have here a wall of of a, of a you have a building that's facing the Rishos Harabin. The walls of the building collapsed, but the roof. Is still is still there. So like you have a drop of the wall that's still that's still um, um, built, but the whole bottom collapsed. So you literally, if you wanted to, could walk from this house straight to the Rishus Arabim through the break. Right? There's a total breach. The wall collapsed. That's why we call it a ruin because this normally would happen by a ruin. A ruin is the type of um, a structure that would lose a wall, that would lose an entire wall. So the question is, mechitza tuluya. So it's a suspended wall, literally on the ruin. You have a suspended part of the wall. Maushatate bechurba. Is it matter? Are you allowed to carry inside this ruin? So does the ruin lose its? Status as Rishus Yachid, even though it's completely open on one side to the Rishus Rabbim, do we say we'll extend that hanging wall downward? No, a hanging wall is not Materit. Since it's open completely to the Rishus Rabbim, you can't carry except by Mayim. was a special leniency that Chamim said with water to allow people to draw on Shabbos. So I just wanted to show you quickly a picture of where this is from the Erevin. Book, but you'll see here in the picture that you see here, in order to allow people to draw on Shabbos, you have your balcony, and you could build your mechitza above or below the balcony, and we're going to say, good aches, to extend the balcony all the way, we're going to extend your mechitza all the way to the bottom, especially by water, we wanted to be able to allow you to draw water on Shabbos. You have fish that are going to go and, and break through your imaginary wall. What do you see? That fish break, breaking through a wall is not going to be mevat of the wall. Now, the next thing we said in the Mishnah is that if you have boats tied together, you can go from one boat to the next. So, it's obvious. If they're tied together, they're not going to move apart. It's not, it's, it's, there shouldn't be a problem of carrying between them. The Gemara at this point assumes that 
it's owned by the same person. So if I own two boats, it's my Rishus Yachid, and they're tied together, what's the problem? I need it to be Matir if you have a small boat in between. So you have two boats. Give me your walkie-talkies over there for a second. So you have, this is boat number one. This is boat number two. They're tied together, okay? But in between, they're very big boats. In between, there's a small boat. Now the small boat could get pushed out of the way because it's not tied together with them. So the small boat could come loose, and then the boats could start, you know, coming apart. Okay? So the Gemara says, so in that case, I'm teaching you that even though the boat in the middle could slip out, but nevertheless, as long as the boat in the middle is there, holding everything tight together, you're going to be mutter to carry. I'm sorry, I dropped it. Amalei of Safra, so Safra said to Rava, Moshe, Rava's name was Moshe. He said, Moshe, Shapir, come. And Moshe, you said very well. He called him by Moshe to try to compare him to Moshe Rabbeinu. The problem is that, uh, uh, no, he's saying, I'm sorry, Moshe, Shapir, come. Did you say very well? Meaning, uh, is it correct what you're saying? But that doesn't fit with the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, that you can go directly from one ship to the next. The Mishnah's not talking about some little boat in between. So what are you telling me this whole story with the boat in between? The Mishnah seems to say that you have two boats tied together and you can go from one to the other without crossing a third boat. So El Amr Safra, Safra says, the Mishnah's ruling was needed. If you're talking about you have two owners, so boat number one is is owner is Ruvain, boat number two is Shimon. So Ruvain and Shimon, we know on ground, on land, can make an Erev. How do you know they can make an Erev with boats? So the Mishnah comes to teach you that you can make an Erev with boats as well. Two ships tied together. The owners could join in one Erev and carry from one to the other. Nifsiko Vinesru. If the ships became separated, meaning the... Um, the um, rope came apart. It's going to be Yasser. No more Erev. You can't make an Erev, for example, if you have two sides of the street and a Rosh in the middle, you can't make an Erev from two sides of the street. So too, if the boats come apart, you're not going to be able to make an Erev to allow you to carry from one to the other. So Chazru, Vinikshru, if you went and tied them again, Ben Shogin, so how are you allowed to tie them? You're not allowed to make an Erev on Shabbos. Tumar says, it doesn't matter. Ben Shogin, whether you tied them together, Ben Mizidin, whether you did it, Ben Mizidin, Ben Anusin, whether it was a, a, a forced, or Ben Mutin, whether it was accidental, Chazul Eterin it goes back to the original status, meaning the Erev is reestablished and you're going to be allowed to carry. Even though, technically, you're not allowed to make an Erev on Shabbos, but here, the Erev was already made before Shabbos, you're simply reestablishing it by illegally retying the boats. So the Gemara continues, prusos. If you have mats, so you have mats. So think of cubicles today. So cubicle, you take the cubicle wall and you put it up randomly in the middle of a, of, a, of an office and you and you break off a space that a person could work privately. So imagine they did that with mats in the Rishos Harabim. That's what we're talking about. You took mats and you hung them like to make cubicles in the Rishos Harabim. Um, so again, let's say me and uh, Zechariah each have our own mats that we that we carved out from the Shusarab and we made cubicles next to each other. We can make an Erev and carry from one Rishos to the other, just like a regular 
just like as if they were houses. If the mats were rolled up, meaning Mechitza is gone, so now I lost my status as a Rishos HaYachit, Nesru, then it becomes also to carry, because now it's part of the Rishos HaRabim. Chazu v'nefreshu, if somebody hung them up again, Beim B'shoigigin, Beim Ezidin, Beim Anusim, Beim Mutin, Chazu v'nefreshu, Rishon, and they go back to original status, and they become Mutter. Now, Shekal Mechitza, Shenaz B'Shabbos, Beim B'shoigigin, Beim Mezid, the price ends off. Any Mechitza that's made on Shabbos, put up on Shabbos, whether intentionally or unintentionally, Shema Mechitza is considered Mechitza, so even though you hung it, you're not supposed to hang it. But if you did hang it, your your Arab comes back and you're going to be able to carry. Okay. Now, Aini, Frechtimor, is this true? What? Hang the mats. You rehang the mats. Aini, is that true? That if you hang the mats on shop, it's going to be mutter to carry. Vam Rab Nachman. But Rab Nachman said about hanging mats, our case of hanging the mats on Shabbos, meaning setting up the uh, the mats to make uh, cubicles, Laishan Noel Israel. They only taught that you're going to be chayiv on Shabbos for throwing. If you're standing in the Rishos Harabim and you throw into the cubicle after the cubicle was, was reestablished, you're going to be chayiv. That's the only uh, uh, heter, that, uh, not heter, that's the only halacha, it's halachic significance of the mats, uh, according to Rabbi Nachman. Avol taltel, but to carry based on an Eruv that you had before, Asr, it's going to be Asr. So what is the, what, what, what is, so Nachman says clearly that you're not allowed to uh, hold once again by an Eruv that was set up, that was that was broken, meaning the mats, the mechitza was broken on Shabbos and then put back up, and yet the Brisa says it's mutter. So the Gemara says, Kiyat Matar of Nachman, Amazed it, Mar. But Nachman was talking about Amazed, meaning like this. You originally, we originally thought when the Brisa said that the, the, the Erev is reestablished, we thought it was going on whether you had reestablished it, Beshoigig or Bemezid. Oines uh, or or accidental. So now the Gemara says no. If you did bemezid, you don't get your erev back. That's Reb Nachman was answering. Reb Nachman was answering that it's going to be rishos yachid in terms of being mechayev you for for transferring from one rishos to another. But you don't get your erev back that you're able to carry. However, if it was reestablished, if the mats were hung back up b'shoigeng, then you're going to get your erev back. That like the brace. Arma Shmuel, even if the ships were tied together with no more than the string of a cloak, which is a very flimsy string. Okay? Hey, dummy, what's the case? Now, if you're right, it's a flimsy rope, but it's strong enough. It's tied enough times that it's going to keep the boats together. Pshita. So, what does Shmuel need to tell me? Of course. You can use them. They're going to keep the boats together. And the Yachalamidon, if it's like, uh, if it's like um, it's going to snap. In a second, so then it's so flimsy. Am I? Then why should that be uh, good enough to carry? The ships pretty much are gonna are almost guaranteed to break apart. So why should you be able to carry from one to another? So the Gemara says, Really, we're talking about strings that are able to hold the ships together. Aye. So why did Shmuel have to teach me this pshita? It's obvious. The Gemara says, No. Shmuel was coming to exclude another teaching that he taught. So Shmuel's taught another teaching. I'm just going to tell you the teaching outside, and then we'll read it inside. So there's a concept by Mace, Thomas Mace. So we know that a Mace himself is Ravi Avaisatoma. The person who touches the Mace is Avatoma, and then he can make a Rishon, can make a Shani. There is a special rule from the Pasuk. The Pasuk says in Pasha's Chukas, it says that anyone who touches in the open field, somebody killed by a sword, okay, touches different things. So the, 
the um, Gemara learns out, why do you have to teach me he's killed by a sword, killed by a gun, killed by hanging is any different? Why do you have to teach me killed by a sword? To teach you that if somebody is killed with a sword and the sword is still sticking out of the guy's body, the sword is just like the Cholol. That's Cholol Cherev. is teaching you that Cherev Harehu Kecholol. That the sword, the metal object, that's a spear, whatever it is, any metal object that's hanging out of the mace is going to have the same din as the mace, meaning it's going to be an Aviyah Vaisatoma. So if you touch the sword, you're touching an Aviyah Vaisatoma, you become an Avatoma. Same thing is going to be true if you have metal in an oil with a mace, the metal is going to be an Aviyah Vaisatoma as well. So Shmuel taught a case that if you have a boat and the boat is held by a chain, a metal chain, the metal that's under the oil with, and you have Kalem on the boat, Okay, so what's going to happen is like this, Shmuel taught that the metal chain, so you have the boat, here's your boat, okay, here's your boat. The boat is held by a metal chain, my metal chain is under an oil, so the metal chain becomes Aviyavaisatoma. The boat becomes an Avatoma, the Kalim become a Rishon. So Shmuel taught that it's only true, so we'll, we'll see here that a, a Mishnah is going to say that the chain becomes an Avatoma. Shmuel is going to teach you that it's only a metal chain. So Shmuel's reason for defining here even a flimsy rope is Lafuke, his other teaching, that a boat is normally held by a metal chain. He didn't want you to think that the only type of chain that would work for Erev purposes is also a, has to be tied with a metal chain. And so is Lafuke that teaching. So let's see it inside, and this will take us all the way to the two dots. Really, it's able to hold the boat. It's a flimsy uh, uh, rope that's able to hold it together. Shmuel was coming to exclude another teaching that he taught. It's now you learned in a Mishnah regarding the boat that's anchored. If it was tied with something that's able to hold it in place, maybe it's going to transfer to the boat, meaning the chain is going to be a viavais, the boat is going to be a avatoma, and the kalim are going to be a rishon. Maybe if the ship is tied with something that's not able to hold it in place, for example, like a a a um, a uh, a um, a regular rope, then it's not going to be, the rope is going to be a avatoma, the boat is going to be a rishon, but the kalim are not going to be a shani, there's no din of shani by kalim, so that's what it means, it's not going to transfer the toma, meaning it's not going to make the kalim tummy. It means it has to be tied with an iron chain, because that's the only type of chain that will make the, uh, that, that will become an aviyavaisatoma. Okay? So since Shmuel required an iron chain, so you might think over here that it needs an iron chain, so to teach you not like that, Shmuel taught you that even a flimsy uh, string is good. Lenin Tumahu, it's only regarding Toma, Dixiv, Bachal Kharev, by a sword that's stuck out of a body, Kharev Areo Kachal, to teach you that a sword is like the body in. So too, a metal chain that's going to be the same way, that, that's going to have the same din, is going to be Aviyah Vaisatoma, Avalinian Shabbos, regarding Shabbos to carry from boat to boat. You don't need a, a metal chain to, 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 to hold a boat together. Even if you have a string of a cloak, if it's sufficiently tied with enough string to be able to keep the boats together, it's going to be sufficient to consider it one Rishus to allow you to carry with an Erev.